Welcome to the 67th episode of the Rise Up Good Witch Podcast. A spell for 2021. Featuring Karina Rosella, Sanyu Estelle, Edgar Fabian Frias, Keon Millennial Soulfire, Angela Mary Magic, Sarah Faith Goddessy, Irie Anhalana and Hana of Hitexto Barrio, Renee Camila, and Rachel Blodgett of Serpent and Bow. Write this as the sun casts its final rays of light on the mountains I stare at from my south-facing windows, the mountains of Joshua Tree National Park. I light my stove, my candles, burn rosemary and yarrow and lavender, blowing this year out like smoke. We survived, the voice in the mountains whispered, but stay quick on your feet. There is much more to fight for right around the bend. Those who live to see it must fight to change it. Taking Aruka's Weekend at Bernie's essence as a farewell to these times, as a hello to new ones, weeping away the grief of these times to make room for more to come. But I feel gratitude for the mountains, the desert, the bodies of water still flowing and the stillness of forests near and far. Grateful for the parts of me that exist without pain. Grateful to you. The Hierophant. Be your own guide. May each of our guides become co-conspirators towards sustainable, equitable, revolutionary futures. May our ancestors and dearly departed loved ones web networks of support and protection to hold us through what's to come. Allow the voice of reason to create alongside visionary Aquarian worlds. May our collective consciousness rise up together like smoke. For as each year passes, our earth becomes more fragile. With each change of season, our chance of collective survival narrows. May we see it. May we commit to it. This road to liberation the death of our egos, the healing of our wounds. So may it be. Hello, hello, hello. This is Sanyu or Sanyu Estelle, also known as the word witch. 2020, real ass bitch, regulator, orchestrator, finesser, I mean, what more can be said? This year has brought unprecedented change to the minds of the present. These are not unprecedented changes to the knowledge or the knowing of the earth. 
It is simply for those of us here and how we have chosen over the centuries and thousands of years and tens of thousands of years and hundreds of thousands of years to organize ourselves and information and knowledge and thereby history has simply made us forgetful. And so Earth is remembering us, remembering ourselves, remembering Earth. And if anything, I think people should very feel very chosen and very touched by the planet that it chose a global event to communicate to humanity the very real ways that it it has always been capable of devastation. And yet we are on an infinitely patient, bountiful, generous, unconditionally loving planet as an extension of existence. We call it Earth. And it's a gift. And so as much as it can give us and gift us and as much abundance as it provides for us, which is everything that we have, um, including things from space because they need somewhere to land, okay? Everything that we have, everything, everything, body, everything. Um, I don't mind the elder reminding us how long it's been around, how aware it is, and how things work around here. And the way that things work around here, around this planet, is as a whole organism on a round-ass planet, a globe, an encapsulated closed globe, spinning on an axis around a fiery ball that goes around many more fiery balls in an infinite, expanding existence we call the universe forever and ever. Amen, Amina, Aho, Ashe, Inshallah, Ha'atu, Eo, Amin, Shukriya. So, on that note, if you would like more from me, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at S-A-N as in Nancy, Y-U-E-S-T-E-L-L-E. -E. You can also find me at that same spelling, S-A-N as in Nancy, Y-U-E-S-T-E-L-L-E.com. And if you're curious about what services I have to offer, my books are closed until February, except for soothsaying advice, which is truth-telling advice, doesn't necessarily involve cards. But I do have a Dreamscapes winter cohort coming up that you can engage in for one week, three weeks, or five weeks that um, is a wonderful co collaboration with the Witch's Muse, Tara Burke. Uh, they and I organized this to help people recognize that dreaming is a spectrum and daydreams are a part of dreaming just like the deep dreams, just like nightmares. And it's a conversation that we're having with our higher consciousness and with all that is and the higher consciousness of earth. And we basically talk to people about utilizing their dreams and not interpreting them, but actually engaging with them enough to distinguish what the various realms that they're existing in on um, both sides of what we call consciousness. So 
Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me, Corinna Rosella. True Pisces form, getting this in on the day it's due. Moon shining above. That's just the way it works, though. 2020 was a lot. 2021 will not be less. So pace yourselves. Do what you love. Be honest and transparent, especially with the people who you want to know you and support you for what's up next. Thank you so much, and bye-bye. Hello, my name is Edgar Fabian Frias, and I wanted to talk today about an amazing affirmation that I've been really working with that I feel I want to invoke for 2021. And that affirmation is, I can mutate however, whenever, forever. And it really allows me to continue to grow and to change, to transform, to allow things to become what they need to become, to move down paths that might change my life forever, or that might be exciting for a day or two or a month or a year, allowing emergence to grow. And I feel a lot of transformation coming, a lot of change, a lot of shifting, a lot of growing. And I want to be gentle with myself as I move through these cycles of energy, knowing that so many of us are moving through cycles and there have been so many astrological shifts that are influencing us and we are also being guided by our ancestors who are gifting us with wisdom and who are also wanting us to mutate and to transform collectively as well as individually. I'm really excited for the blessings that are waiting for us in this next new year and for the healing, the processing, the justice, the growth that we're also moving through together. Thank you so much for this time. Again, my name is Edgar Fabian Frias. I also have a practice known as Our Sacred Webs, or where I offer tarot, divination, ceremonial ritual work, as well as spell casting and other services. Thank you so much for having me on your incredible podcast, Karina, and I look forward to connecting with you in the near future. Sending much love to you and all your divine listeners. Hey, everybody, it's Keon, aka Keonce from Millennial Soul Food, and I just wanted to get on here and give a little bit of 2021 inspiration as we're closing out this um, year that was 2020. So two cards popped into my head after I did a little prayer um, and that's those are the star card and the three of cups and specifically the star card um, because of a lot of stripping and just loss of this year that happened that kind of left us a little bit naked, you know, um, down to the core. So I'm going to give some tips that are related to um, the spiritual advice that is in this card and also the three of cups. Um, 
Three of Cups, this is a more of part of like a recommendation, um, sort of something to make a part of the action plan for the new year. So I'm just going to go through my recommendations with these two cards in mind. So first off, I want to encourage you with all that I want to encourage you if there's any kind of thing that you want to do any kind of dream that you have for the new year, take that first step towards making it happen because that is the way that you show the universe that you're ready to show up for whatever whatever dream you have, whatever message you want to um, convey to the collective. Also, uh, the age of Aquarius, y'all know we went through this uh, Jupiter-Saturn conjunction on December 21st. We are really moving into the age of Aquarius, and so there are some things that I want you to consider. First off, definitely um, consider your mental health. If you haven't found ways to get outlets for your mental um, health wellness, you know, get a therapist. I, I mean, full transparency, I just got a therapist this year. Um also find ways this therapist can be a part of your community but find ways that you can engage community or family you know chosen family in um a digital space because we are i mean quarantining i don't really know when it's going to go away but a lot of things are moving online so figure out those ways that you can engage community online um also um as it relates to the three of cups um, this relates to community, but also find out different ways that if you are someone who's privileged, that you can help um, distribute or redistribute resources to other people. If you're someone who is marginalized, you know, figure out those networks that um, have the kinds of resources that you need to create whatever kind of vision you have for um, this new year. That is something that is really coming through to me because, I mean, a lot of times we can't really depend on these traditional systems of capitalism to come through when we need them to, especially when it comes to economic um, economic, well, things that can help alleviate oppressive economic conditions. And so networks are going to be very important, especially as they relate to the circulation of resources. Age of Aquarius is all about innovation. It's all about reconfiguring and dismantling and uprooting systems and the old, but also there are some downsides to it as far as like more social distancing, uh, more surveillance, uh, more police state surveillance. So keep all of this in mind. Um, yeah, that's my quick message. Um, also figure out some ways that you can engage technology to your benefit. Like I said, like I mentioned, this is the age of Aquarius. So definitely keep all of this in mind. Hit me up on um, Instagram, Millennial Soul Food. Um, MillennialSoulFood.biz is my website. Um, hit me up on the Patreon, Millennial Soul Food. <laughs> and I'm also coming out with some courses. So yes, many blessings to everybody. Um, I'm wishing you a happy new year and I'm hoping that you're able to find peace wherever you are right now. Love y'all. Bye. On episode 38 of Rise Up Good Witch, I was honored to share with you my Ace of Cups story. Today I'm here to bring you with me on an equally tender and evocative path. First, let's begin like we always do in my spaces by striking this wooden match and lighting our candle to alert our spirit guides that we're here, we're open, we're listening, and we're ready to receive the messages that are meant for us. Hello, moon babies. My name is Angela Mary, and I'm frequently called Mama Witch. My pronouns are she, they, and I'm collecting these sounds on the unceded, stolen land of the very much still living Tongva people. 
Content warning, references to sensuous magic and personal sexual abuse survivor status. Your body, my body, our body is the simple, powerful incantation of mind for several years now. Join me in centering your body by repeating this three times when you feel both ecstasy and pain. Our grand shared web of life is all one body, and this has never been more intensely evident than now in what I believe is the most important winter of our lives. As a survivor of young child sexual trauma, I've relied heavily on the beauty and power of witchcraft to find my way in our wild world. Knowing that there are so many of us that experience traumatic events just like mine, that are stored in our body, I can't help but connect this to the breakdowns of 2020, which I dream are leading to the breakthroughs needed to sustain all of life. Your body, my body, our body, on each new moon I scatter salt in a circle around my home and repeat my simple incantation. Your body, my body, our body. On full moons, I tend to the rosemary bush at my garden gate as I pinch a sprig, then cup in the palm beneath my nose, breathing deeply in as I worship rosemary's medicine. Your body, my body, our body. Every single day, I light my candles for all of us and stoke the fires of our connection. It's my belief that by centering our body's inborn need for soothing, we can expand our ability to cope with the felling of the unsustainable towers built by the capitalist patriarchy that simply put, gotta go. Our thirst for pleasure in our animal body can be quenched in visceral enactments bound to the pleasure centers within our senses, of which there are far more than six. By tending to our body, we can create transfiguration, which is a complete change of form or appearance into a more beautiful spiritual state. This change, this beauty, our body, can provide all of us the protection and joy we innately need to flourish. I wish all of you well in 2021, all of which I'll be casting my gargantuan spell to weave with you our world where all are sheltered, fed, and have sovereignty. You can find me within our worldwide coven on my YouTube channel, Angela Mary Magic, that's magic with a CK, for our weekly live stream on Fridays, 12.30 p.m. Pacific for witches' brews, spells, taroscopes, and sacred community. My first public tarot deck is Moonbaby Magic Tarot, and the second print run is available for pre-order shipping in February. And also in February, join me on Saturday the 6th at Seagrape Apothecary for a live stream workshop called Sensuous Transfiguration Through Pleasure Magic, where we will create a sex spellbound rite, self-massage and partner massage, sensual touch, sensual witch's brew recipe and how-to, and so much more. This is an offering for adult bodies, and also so is my newest offering, which is a sensual magic kit called Altalune, available at the end of January. Blessed be this Rise Up Good Witch Coven, and deep blessings upon the brow, tongue, heart, belly, root, and feet of our potent Creatrix Karina. Remember that magic is your birthright and everything's a spell. This is my spell. 
Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah Faith Godestiner, and I am a writer, a tarot reader, an artist, a designer. I am a business witch. I run a business named Modern Women, and I have a podcast called Moonbeaming. I'm also the author of The Moon Book that came out in December 2020. I wanted to share a little bit about the themes of the upcoming year, the Hierophant year. This is going to be a year about authenticity, what that looks like and what that feels like, about living out our values, living out who we are in the world, what we believe in and what we care about. This is absolutely the year to shine bright as who we are, not who the systems made us into being, not who we think we need to be, not who we think others need us to be. It is also about utilizing discernment with who is telling the truth, who is being honest, ethical, and in their own integrity. This is about acknowledging our own sacredness and divinity. We aren't separate from source, from nature, from the earth, from God, from goddess, from goddess, from all of the different archetypes that we see across cosmologies, philosophies, and divinatory systems. We are the same. We create those systems. This is about understanding our interconnectedness and figuring out what spirituality looks like and feels like for us personally. Again, not based upon what we think it should be, not based, based upon any teachers or, inter- or the internet or anything. What does spiritual fitness look like for you? For me, this means discipline, consistency, surrender, creation, and exploration. This is also definitely a year for embodiment. Embodiment is absolutely one of the terms that have been coming up, words that have been coming up for me around this year because the Hierophant is a vessel and a container so that they can translate and act as a guide, a teacher, and a leader for the divine to flow through them. So this is a year about becoming the container for our dreams, for our desires, for spirit, for the sacred. This is a year for understanding how interconnected our beliefs, consciousness levels, emotions, and behavior truly are. I also think there's going to be a lot of programming and reprogramming, unprogramming in profound ways so that we can step into the holistic nature of our lives. Personally, I will be doing quite a bit of exploration, classes, teaching, work, podcasts, inner work, outer work about this archetype. I think the Hierophant is definitely an archetype that has been misunderstood, warped, and flattened. 
So I'm going to be doing a lot of work around revivification of this archetype. So if you want to be the first to learn about what I'm doing and when I'm doing it, you can sign up for my newsletter over at modernwomenprojects.com. I wanted to leave y'all with a download I received when I was communing with the energy of the Hierophant in a session. It's a little song that came right through that encapsulates a lot of the ideas that I just outlined. So here goes. What I wish for, what I move towards, what I welcome, what I receive, I embody, I am a body, I embody the divine, I am a body of the divine, I am a body of the divine. Happy New Year, everyone. Sending y'all blessings. Sending y'all so much love. Thank you, Karina, for all your work. Hey, y'all. This is Brujitex's Del Barrio. This is Irie. I'm here with Ankelana and Hannah. And I have a little message of resilience for y'all. Here's a little poem that I wrote. In reverence for the awe that is nature, la naturaleza, the answers are always inside and outside of us, reflected in nature's ways. Sacred symbiosis, mutual aid, in reverence for the awe that is nature, our mother, our teacher. Intertwined, mutual reciprocity, reverence for the beauty that is community. Survival, sustainability, necessity, ancestral, and reverence for the awe that is nature, la naturaleza, sacred symbiosis and mutual care, and reverence for the awe that is nature. Gracias. Hi, this is Hannah, and here's mine. We are connected as cosmic beings with nature, with energy, colliding, connecting, giving, and taking, starting where you finish, finishing where you start, letting go, holding on. I am you, you are me. Be gentle, be harsh, like water, like wind. Be what you need to be with you, with me. Thank you. Hello, this is Angelana, and this is an affirmation intended to be said um, throughout the day as a mantra. I pictured this as you drinking water, speaking it into your water, or drinking herbs, the herbs that came through with holy basil, oat straws, and nettles. I am resilient, an antidote to the poison that resides in society. I am a being of infinite possibilities, a collaboration of my ancestors before me transmuting unbalanced energies into my magical abilities. My soul and spirit is more than this body. 
reminding myself that there is more than this third dimensional reality. I am resilient. And we are here. We're still here. We're manifesting to be mobile in this new year. Um, reach out to us if you need anything. And we love you. Love you. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. Bye from Brujitex del Barrio. Sending you blessings. Many, many blessings and love. You are resilient. You are magical and powerful. Cheers. Hola. This is Rene of La Yerba Buena Herbs and the Herbal Highway. And I want to offer a story about the butterfly and how this butterfly medicine can teach us so much about the importance of imagination in transformation. And so the butterfly begins first as a caterpillar and they stuff themselves with leaves and they grow plumper and longer through a series of molts in which they shed their skin. And then one day the caterpillar stops eating. They hang upside down from a twig or a leaf and they spin themselves a silky cocoon, or they molt into a shiny chrysalis. And within that cocoon, or the chrysalis, they transform shape. Um, and certain highly organized groups of cells, known as imaginal discs, survive that digestive process where the caterpillar is eating themselves. And these discs, these imaginal discs, use the protein-rich soup all around them to fuel the rapid cell division required to form wings and antennae and eyes and all the other features that we know to be butterflies. And then they're transformed. And this story just says so much about the necessary darkness before transformation and how key imagination is in transformation, how we must go internal, literally digest ourselves in order to transform and vision outward, and how our bodies hold the memories of our ancestors and their resistance and their resilience, and how we carry the necessary stories to vision outward. Bendiciones. Hi, my name is Rachel Blodgett. I was on Karina's podcast a while ago talking about my um, ritual garment art project, which is called Serpent and Bow. But I think the part that I would most like to share about is the, the fact that the Hierophant is ruled by Taurus. And it's really considered to be this teacher who is the bridge between body and spirit or ether and matter and I feel like that part about body is really important in this card when I see the hierophant I think about religion and what in my life I adhere to religiously so what is it that I give my undivided attention to? Um, what things in my life do I worship? Uh, where do I show up with devotion? And 
what are the things that I do with routine and repetition? Because those are the, I think those are the things that are part of what represent like a religious attachment. Um, And I think also our bodies, like the body itself asserts a religious experience on us um, in the sense that having a body is an innately routine and repetitive thing. And it can also be divine, but so much about religion is actually made up of the mundane. It's made up of really adhering to structure and routine. And I think there's something similar about just being on our bodies that is also that way. You know, we eat, we sleep, we go through cycles of death and renewal, release, surrender, even like training our bodies in different ways and being trained by our bodies. (laughs) I know that for me, my body has been my greatest spiritual teacher, especially in the sense that it's really not comfortable being in my body a lot of the time. And yet in order to be here, I have to be in my body. (laughs) Yeah. The Hierophant is card number five and just that, that number five is like the number of man of personhood so you can visualize like the star that's made up of our arms and legs and head and that's the hierophant's number and the other connection with that is with five petaled flowers which are considered to be really holy um namely the rose And I think it's really interesting that there's been a resurgence of praying the rosary amongst witches and other non-Christians as a meditation practice and prayer practice. So yeah, I wanted to bring up rose as a possible ally for this year because I think it can be such an amazing conduit for experiencing the divinity of being embodied and being in the beauty that can come from having a spiritual and human experience. So thank you so much, Karina, for inviting me back on. And if anyone would like to see what I'm up to, you can visit my website, serpentandbow.com, where I um, I am making some Hierophant ritual garments for this year that will feature roses of course the rise up good witch podcast is 100 listener supported and sponsored if you want to support the show you can go to www.patreon.com slash rise up good witch where a pledge of as low as five dollars a month gets you access to regular weekly content as well as discounts on tarot readings and the apothecary Thank you so much to all of my patrons for helping this show happen. 
and sustaining it for the future. I appreciate you so much.